You just have to be willing to figure it out. Um, but any any situation can be solved. You just need to take your emotion out of it. We're here to help you live the life you dream of. We're bringing together the girls who have dared to dream. We share the real stories of what it takes to dream big, regardless of the fear, uncertainty, or what everyone else may say around you, to help you create the life you dream of. Let's make your dreams a reality. Hey girls, welcome to the Girl Who Dare to Dream podcast with your host, me, Nicole Steffens, and today we interview Maria Rico. She is the founder of Doll Clothing, and we really explore and dive deep into how she started her own clothing label. Now, girls, this is no story short of amazing. She's a hustler, she's a hard worker, she's an inspiration, and she started with zero dollars. She has just used her resourcefulness and her hard work to make it happen. She seriously will put all of your excuses in the dark because like, after you hear what she's done, you're just gonna be like, I can do anything. So stay tuned and enjoy this one. Hi, my name is Maria Rico and I'm the owner and creator of Doll Clothing Collection. Awesome. So I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today and basically I can't wait to um, go into your mindset around you know, what your dream is, why you wanted to follow your dream, what the vision is for your incredible business as well. So where did the idea for Doll Clothing come from? Let's take us through that story. Um, basically, there's no fancy story around it. I just love fashion. Um, it was just one of those things that it was such a far-fetched idea. I just never started it. Um, I worked as a PT for 10 years. It was just one of those things I used to find myself searching for all the coolest, latest active wear, not really caring about the coolest, latest fitness trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just love fashion. And then um, the opportunity came for me to just take it by the horns and go for it, so I did. Yeah, awesome. And so you just had this like fire inside of you. What was that point when you like, you know, took it by the horns and decided to go for it? What was that point that you were like, I need to do this? Um, really, I was in sort of a bad situation uh, with my current working position yeah. and um, with my partner at the time. And we decided to split ways um, business-wise mm-hmm. and I either had to make a decision to go into another fitness position or like I said, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for me to start it. I've got everything there ready to go because I've been playing with it on the side for so long. And I was like, if this isn't a sign to start, then I don't know what is. So yeah. I, just I love that it. you turned something like potentially negative mm-hmm. into something really positive and took the opportunity because how many times in life do we like have something bad happen to us and we focus on the negativity and miss the opportunity mm. but you've just like taken the opportunity yeah, exactly and then when you took that leap of faith and you were like i'm going full time into this because you went straight full time into your business yes, which is scary for a lot of people but you're like there's no other way yeah what what was that like then when you're like i'm doing this um yeah well like you said i've always um i've always been like that always just gone full head on into things um, never doubled something, never like um, had something as a backup just because I've just, to be honest, I've just never thought of it. Like, there's just, I don't know why you would do that. Um, and I hear about a lot of people going, I'm just going to do this on the side until it picks up, but it just doesn't make any sense to me mm-hmm. because um, I can lose focus really, really easily. So if it's not the only thing I'm focusing on, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I just went straight into it. Um, and of course, there's their ups and there's their downs. It started off really high and then it went low for a fair bit and then it went really high again. 
then it went low and then up but like you know if you've got your focus so clear in your mind it doesn't matter how high or low it is because you know it's going to get there absolutely so what is that big vision that you want to get to like um to be honest with you my very first vision was just my biggest dream was to be able to hold a fashion show yeah. um, and just have like a massive catwalk, um, something as big as the Victoria's Secret show, um, have like all my nearest and dearest in the front seat um, and then just have beautiful models up on stage with girls that I had worked with, girls that um, have worked for it. Um, and now with the way that the business is going, um, which I'm sure we'll get into a bit later, I really want to be able to build girls up to have that opportunity that may not have had it in the past. Yeah. Um, with modeling or confidence? Yeah, with modeling and yeah. confidence, yeah. yeah. Um, girls that dream about modeling, but again, it's this thing that'll just never happen to them. Because they're not the right size, they're not skinny yeah. enough, or not tall enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like being able to give that opportunity to other girls that just like, like your whole podcast, who just don't yeah. dare to dream, that's like, oh my God, it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, so to be and able to give a story or yeah. have an opportunity of a girl that did it, like they made modeling their career yeah. through doll clothing. What, yeah. what else does that open up for other girls? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it's inspiring, um, I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And then like, just before we were talking a little bit about like, you had all these challenges then with starting a clothing business, especially active wear. Like there's, and you do um, swimwear as well. Mm-hmm. There's so many labels and lines out there. And you're like, how do I differentiate myself? And you had all these challenges and you didn't have the money at all to start up. Yeah. Take us through that like questioning and that mindset that you had. Um, yeah, so to start a clothing company, you need a fair bit of cash. Mm-hmm. So, to, so let's just say you open up a store, you have 10 pieces of clothing that you want to sell. Or let's even take it back to five pieces of clothing that you want to sell. And then you go to a manufacturer and you say, these are my designs. Um, step by step, you go, okay, this is my design. And you send them what you want. They send you a sample, which takes about two weeks. Um, you get the sample, you try it on, you test it out, which could take a couple of days, then you'll find something wrong with it, and then you'll say, no, um, I don't want to do that, uh, there's something wrong with this, um, resample it, do this. Meanwhile, every sample is about $100. So you, yeah. every time you resample something, it's $100, but you don't want to sell it until it's perfect. So you say, um, no, I don't like this, and you go back and forth until you're happy with the sample. Then, once you're happy with the sample, you then have to order 50 pieces of each, you have to order different sizes, you have to order different colors, you have to order 50 of each size of each color, and then if you have five pieces of clothing, if you do the math, it's a lot of money. Especially if you don't know if you can sell it, yeah, exactly. or if the market wants it, because you haven't been yeah. able to test it yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I was like, I was very confident in my style, like mm-hmm. I knew what, um, I knew what generally worked for the female industry, I knew it generally worked because I'd worked in gyms for so long, I had so many clients, I've had yeah. them all say what they love, say what they don't like, so I generally had a good idea, I knew what I wanted was good and was going to get out there, but I needed the money to start it up, so because I didn't have the money to start it up, I had to get creative of how I was going to get the money to start it up, so um, that's when the photo shoot started, so I had this deal and I said, um, I started inboxing people on Instagram and I just said, look, um, I'm starting up this clothing company, we're doing a photo shoot in two months, um, would you like to be in the photo shoot, you'll get professional photos, um, um, all you need to do is pre-purchase this item um, and then you can pre-purchase that and then you're in the photo shoot. And then I just went ham on like DMing everyone, DMing every second person I could find on Instagram that was a female that was in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, just kept, started catching like wildfire. Um, and then I started doing live videos so they could get to know my face, know that I was real and it wasn't a scam. 
Um, and then, yeah, and then it just started to... That opened into a Facebook group, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just built this, like, accidental community of girls that were all trying to, like... You say accidental, but you worked hard for it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I meant an accidental <laughs> community. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect people to, like, become friends and really yeah. support of each other. I just thought everyone was going to be like, yeah, sweet photo shoot, give me, give me, give me. Yeah, I want um, content for my Instagram. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, everyone jumped on board. Everyone was super excited to see everybody else work. And then they started referring their friends and everyone started coming along. And um, yeah, so we did our first photo shoot on the weekend and it was just more magical than I could have hoped for. Um, everyone was really nice and lovely and everyone, we started a hashtag grow together, which means we all, it's a rule that whoever you work with, whether it be the photographer, the makeup artist or any other model, you have to tag each other, share each other, support each other and so far everything that I've seen, everyone's even commenting on each other's stuff, like you look beautiful, you look amazing and that. yeah, it's just created this really supportive um, community of girls that are trying to create content and all that sort of stuff. So that's really cool. cool. I saw the, um, just some of the photos on Instagram, like on your stories and stuff and just like having 20, 30 girls together in a photo shoot was way better than what you just see the typical one, two people in a shoot. Of like the stunning hot yeah. girl that no one can ever achieve to look no like. No one can yeah. relate to her, but yeah. she's in that skinny piece and you're like, will it actually look good on me? Yeah. 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 And I loved seeing that. Like it yeah. did look like everyone was together and it looked fun. Like, yeah. you, like you had like a pool one and a basketball one. Explain yeah. the ideas. How did you come up with um, that? I was looking at what was trending. So yeah. unicorns are trending uh, right now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, unicorn was trending, and I had swimwear to sell. So um, everybody loves swimwear, and um, high waisted bikinis are in right now. Yeah. So um, I pretty much said, you know, I had about three pieces on my website that were like ready to sell. Um, most of them were high waisted, and the high waisted gave um, bigger girls the sort of security to be able to jump mm -hmm. in on these photo shoots. Like not those strange yeah, tiny bikinis. I don't even like them. Like, yeah. yeah. So um, it gave like if you see the photo shoots, there's girls of all shapes and sizes, and everyone feels confident in these bikinis. So um, all I had to do was I put on a, a big photo shoot, and then I just um, started looking up on Pinterest like unicorn photo shoots, and I started getting ideas off that. So I started ordering props and all that sort of stuff. So every time someone would order, order bikini the um, markup profit that I would have from that I would use to buy some props. I love that. Um, and then every, every time I got heaps and heaps and heaps, then I then the amount of girls that came in was way more than I expected. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go all out. So I hired a house yeah. to have for the weekend that we could use for our very first photo shoot. Um, so I love like, how you just took those risks and those gambles and yeah. you, I just love that you do that. Yeah. yeah it's a great um, mindset. It's needed in business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was fun. That was the first one. The second one we haven't posted much about, which was the colorless one, and it was just literally like pretty lights. Every girl loves, loves to sparkle, so yeah. that's where I got that one idea from. And then um, everyone loves fairy lights. Like I love fairy lights. In yeah. Room and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on Sunday we did uh, quirky tennis and an urban basketball. So again, like the opportunity if you were a bit quirkier, um, like we had a girl with colored hair and all yes. that sort of stuff and then urban basketball so like those that wanted to be a little bit cooler and sleeker in their photos they could do that as well so um really just let everyone bring out what their style yeah. yeah um and then yeah so um we had seven photographers on board um and they all jumped on board too they're all experienced and they're all people that i used to dance with back in the day too so yeah they were all really creative they were all really um able to work with the girls and it was just a really fun environment yeah. Yeah. And um, and you said you had like makeup artists and everything. Yeah. 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 So that was a 
pleasant surprise as well. So like Do I you started. Did babies or their friends that help you? No, out? so yeah. um, I ended up. I think a couple of them started like one of them was a referral for a girl that was in the photo shoot. Like, hey, do you need makeup artists? And I was like. I can't afford to pay them yeah. and then I was like oh look put me in touch um, I don't know and then I started talking to them and I you know told them about my vision and what it, what the whole idea was behind it because I wasn't making any money so yeah. like I was like look this is where it's gonna go like I believe it's gonna get here like I would love for you to come on this journey with us um, and yeah straight off the bat there was um, a five five makeup artists that jumped on board with the vision and yeah, it was just a really pleasant surprise. I was like, oh my God, yes, like, please come with. Um, yeah. And because of that, it's added like this beautiful, extra elegant, professional touch to the photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, and now after this first photo shoot, the traction that it's caught this week is insane. And like, I'm going to reward those makeup artists like this yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay, it's like shout out to them as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. They all got tagged like crazy the weekend. Yeah. And because um, obviously influencers is a massive thing that people now use to market clothing brands but you're like I also can't pay influence yeah so what's been your mindset around that to overcome that challenge and how'd you get creative with that um to be honest with you um this is probably like a selfish decision that I know you shouldn't do in mm-hmm. business but I don't really love influencers mm-hmm. too much just because I've had and known some over the um over my time that have had like I've seen them like they get people's products and they're like these are crap and then they'll post about it and then they'll like take the post down like a day later and they'll throw the piece away and I'm just like oh my god that's someone's like pride and joy yeah and they're just like oh whatever I'm not saying all influencers are like that I'm like know that there are good ones out there 100% but I just couldn't bring myself to like risk that yeah risk that especially when I didn't have the money in the first place so like look if I had like heaps of disposable income and I was just like yeah give it to whoever whoever's got the most engagement and whatever give them some yes I'll probably get to that one day yeah um but just at this point in time if I've got girls like 50 girls all over Brisbane that are willing to jump on board with this like with this vision of supporting and helping other helping other businesses grow, like I just can't justify like at this point of business paying someone I don't know to promote my product if they I don't know if they're gonna love it. Yeah. Like I just it's just not something that I think my heart could take. So yeah, um, yeah, it's just not on the cards right now. Yeah. And has there been fear at any point in time when you were starting this or deciding to go into this? Like, what has been some mindset challenges that you've come up against? Um, to be honest with you, I've had a fairly rough, like, upbringing and Mm -hmm. early 20s, um, sort of life and business life, so, um, the biggest thing I think I've learned over time is, like, it always works out. Yeah. Like, when I was early 20s, I had to do this thing where I had to go either full-time receptionist, paid full-time work, or I go into PT when Mm -hmm. I first started PT, um, I think I was... 19 or something or going first into PT where um, at that point in time like you don't earn any money you go straight into paying yeah. money, like $300 yeah. a week and you have to get clients yeah. and the gym I'm, doesn't help you it's all up to you yeah, yeah. and I was I'm um, going into a brand new gym I was up against like 19 other PTs who were all experienced and I was like oh my god I either make this decision to like leave this job that I hate or go into this job of like where I could potentially earn a couple grand a week but I don't know how I'm gonna go that was probably the scariest decision I ever made and I killed it. Yeah. So like, um, I was like 19 and I like, I think I was smashing the experience PTs within a couple of weeks and I was making like fully music. booked. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to say fully booked within a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. Yeah. Um, but I like 
I smashed it. I like fully booked, started making heaps of cash. I think within two years, I was the, the fitness manager. So I was managing all of the PTs and then I went into club management and then like climbed up really easily. And I was just, I just remember thinking like it was such a scary decision, but it all worked out. Imagine if you been, didn't take it yeah. like back when you're 19 because of fear mm. and you're like, I'll just stay in my little reception job because I get my few hundred bucks a week. Yeah. And you look what you would have missed out on. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And I would have been miserable. Like I remember just the main decision for me making, crossing that line was like, I hated my job. Like mm-hmm. I would walk in, I was the grumpiest thing. Yeah. I felt like a 60 year old, like bitter lady. Yeah, and you were only. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a reception job. It wasn't even like, like a toilet cleaning or something. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it was like it was a, not a bad job, but I think I'm just a super passionate person, and like I just didn't want to be in, in um, caged in those sort of walls of like that sort of just nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like I think that decision back early twenties really set me up for the rest of what my life has been, and I've just never been scared. Like yes, there's been time when money goes down and. Um, there's been times in business like quite recently where we not with doll but where I was mm-hmm. before this where I literally didn't have money to eat yeah but it's like we're in Australia you know what I mean like yeah. nothing bad's really gonna happen yeah like if I really wanted to I could have called my brother and said like can I come yeah, to yeah, yeah. like it's there's nothing really bad that's gonna happen so there's just nothing really to be afraid of mm-hmm. yeah oh that's cool and do you think that that mindset then those lessons that you learned back then and even through your childhood like really help you now and even though it was tough back then that you're grateful for it now yeah i really yeah. do and i feel um and sometimes i feel like it's an advantage yeah like those sort of like really hard times and really like um pressureful moments it's like it's advantage like it's a lot of resilience and mm-hmm. like i see you see and hear my friends panicking over things and i'm like that's not a big deal yeah it really isn't and like yeah, it really is an advantage, yeah. especially in business. I, I find it's always a mindset, like success is a mindset or wealth is a mindset because you can stress over that few hundred bucks that you don't have or you can use that to ask yourself a better question of, okay, how can I make more money? Like you ask yourself, like, how can I leverage and start this clothing line and I literally have no money in the mm. bank? Like, how can I get photos and how can I get my name out there when I literally don't have anything and Tony Robbins always says it's not about the time or the money it's your resourcefulness that'll yeah. either make or break you in business yeah and that's like the message that I feel from you every time we answer a new question it's always that like there's a way there's a way yeah you make it work that's exactly it. there's always a way yeah and mm-hmm. and how powerful do you think that is in, like in terms of like in business or in elite sport to when you're trying to succeed and perform at a high level and you've just got to find that next way mm-hmm. you've just got to find that next way to break through yeah exactly so how many more challenges do you reckon you'll come up against in business? Oh, thank God. Building more this? money, more problems. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But, yeah. Because um, you have more responsibility, yeah. more models, like more yeah. orders. Yeah. The, the better, like the better quality of problems. Yeah. Or like, you know, you're not, you know. I'm excited to have more problems. Yeah. Like at the moment, they've all been like, I said this to my partner not long ago. He was like, how's everything going? I'm like, it's going actually really smooth. Like, yeah. It's too I'm smooth. I'm a little bit bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 so. yeah. I'm excited for big problems and see how they go. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. And um, when, when problems arise, like, yes, obviously you're like, I'm going to break through it. What's the other mindset that you, like, is there any other mindset that you bring to it or any other questions you ask yourself in tough times? Um, no, well, look, a lot of it is dealing with people. Um, yeah. And so as long as you stay mature, you stay um, open and honest and you stay, um, you stay kind yeah no matter what 
happens, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So like, if like recently I had someone like she was not happy with whatever it is she purchased, blah blah blah. She wanted to be insured, it didn't happen, all this sort of stuff. Anyway, she was really, 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 really intense. Started like mm-hmm. going really hard out with the complaints and stuff, threatened to go to the police, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and wow. I was just like. But the threat to the police came a lot later, but meanwhile, before that, there was just messages on messages from her, and stuff was getting really, really bad, and I just stayed really calm, mm-hmm. kind, no matter what she said, I was like, I'm sorry, you feel that way, is that, and like, I will be honest, there was an ounce of me that wanted to just be like, well, here, here, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but I did it, and um, it all worked out fine, mm-hmm. like, she could have gone to wherever, but I haven't had a call from anyone, and like, I've covered from all angles, and like, yeah. If, as long as you stay level-headed and, like I said, mature and kind and, like, honest, mm-hmm. then nothing bad will ever happen. Because if you let your emotions cloud that judgment in that situation, yeah. what worse could have happened yeah. as well? How worse could have she felt and yeah. everything like that? And I've learned that in business that I need to, like, keep myself neutral and focused, be able yeah. to make the right decisions. Because if you stress out, your IQ drops. Yeah. Like, you actually, like, stress makes you dumb. Yeah. Stress makes you, like... Mm, not a good decision maker. Yeah. And yeah. I've learned that the hard way, like, because yeah. I might used to be like highly emotional, you know? Yeah. And uh, I love that lesson as well. So if you look into the next 12 months, what's the goals for the business? Um, I want to have a fashion show by the end of this year. Yeah. Yes. I'm coming. <laughs> Is it going to be in Brisbane? I, yeah, I hope so. That's yeah. where my base is at the moment. Um, so I want to have a fashion show by the end of this year. Um, I want to have, I want to start a, um, a YouTube series mm-hmm. that's a bit of a TV show, but I'll leave the details out on that oh. one. Um, I want to do that, and I want to be able to take a group of models overseas. That's, that's awesome. a big um, dream of mine is to be able to give that back to some hardworking girls. So. I love that. Yeah. How do you plan this out? Like, do you have like, hey, this is my end goal. I reverse engineer it to what I have to do this week and today, or how do you like structure your plans? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. So, um, I. It all started from my big dream, which was um, taking a group of girls overseas and doing that. Because I mean, how cool would that be? Yeah, like that would be something I would. Could also vlog it and everything. Like take a photographer. Um, Yeah, yeah. So um, I that was my original idea. As I was like, okay, cool. So if I'm gonna get models to take overseas, um, how am I gonna select those models? And then the photo shoot started, and then exactly reverse engineered it back to where it is now, and um, something I need bigger and better. Absolutely. And if you look like ten years, like in the future what like you mentioned some things earlier about where you wanted to go but what do you see it actually looking like 10 years from now um and do you actually do you spend a lot of time thinking about that or yeah yeah okay awesome yeah um so i want to be worldwide so i want to be you know shipping to all the countries i want to be doing photo shoots in all countries um and i want to be yeah just a worldwide brand um that brings females together that boosts confidence um because one thing i think i've been gifted with my entire life is confidence and it kills me when I see females that don't have it. Yeah. Um, so if that's something that I can give to the entire world, then I'll die a happy person. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah. I love that vision. And do you, like, you spend a lot of time thinking about the, the big vision and the big mission. Do you do like much like, you know, the word manifesting gets thrown around or meditations or visualizations? Do you spend a lot of time like thinking about exactly how it will look or trying to like create the future in advance? Um, I think maybe unintentionally. Yeah. Like I lie there sometimes and I go, oh, I would love to go to this destination. Oh, yeah. I would love to go to this destination. But um, 
it's all in my head at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've set clear goals for this year. Yeah. Um, I'm yet to set them for the next five and ten years. Yeah. Um, I have, a, like I said, a vague idea of where I want it to be And eventually. I'm sure it'll evolve and change yeah. a little bit along the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and with the, with the rate that things are growing at the moment, like, I think it'll all happen very soon. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love your certainty and your confidence about it. Like, you're just like, this is going to happen. It's like, when you t- say it, like, there's no doubt in your mind. Like, I can just tell that you've got, like, such a certainty around you. But you said you've been naturally confident. Mm-hmm. Was that, like, a childhood thing or you were born that way? Like, I was, uh, I, I'm not even going to lie, like, I was born that way. Yeah. Like, when I, if I look back through my um, childhood and my teenage years, I probably shouldn't be this way. Like, yeah. I was... Like I was a nerdy kid, like I was like a little bit chubby. I didn't have any fashion sense. If you look at me when I was like 18 and stuff, like you would really laugh. Like yeah. My fashion is gross. Yeah. And like, I just didn't know how to take care of my hair. Um, I was the same. I've only just learned like the last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, all through school, I went to a private school um, for yeah. the first like couple of years. I was the only brown kid. I got made fun of a little bit. Yeah. Like I was called like black tiny teddy. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. So like um, I was bullied a little bit. Um, uh, through the last couple of years of high school, I came good. Like I started to get some friends and stuff. Like I switched to a different school, I think, and I just decided to like be cool yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah like through like the early years i was bullied a fair bit um i wasn't one of the pretty girls or anything like that so i don't know i just it's just something that i've had i think to be honest with you i was a little bit unaware yeah um and that's what gave me confidence because i was unaware of what yeah, was going yeah, yeah, around yeah. me and then as i matured and i got older i got a lot of awareness and my confidence stayed so oh I yeah. love that because I've also seen your like funny videos on Instagram yeah and I just like love like that energy and confidence that you yeah. bring as well is that where like a lot of your following has come from because you've got quite a, like 18,000 followers yeah. now is that kind of where a lot of your followers came I from I think so um early days I um I had a lot of like high followers friends so like I would go out with people and then yeah. I would get tagged and then I would get a lot of that sort of stuff so I was like I got Insta-ish famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insta-ish famous by association. Yeah. Um, and then when I started to do my own personality stuff, I think that's when my following like grew. Yeah. Um, They're so entertaining. You yeah. do more of them. <laughs> I do more. I do. Um, but yeah, so that's all that we came from. Um, I can feel that with this new um, avenue I'm going down, it's going to be, uh, it's going to grow even more, and I feel like it's going to be a more genuine. Um, following as well like it's going to be the following I want which is like females yeah Um, yeah yeah so to any girl out there who is listening to this podcast and is like I have a dream but I'm not sure how to follow it what would you tell them um just go for it um there's nothing bad that's going to happen like honestly nothing bad is going to happen I've seen Mm -hmm. the worst of what's going to happen when you run out of money or when you run out of somewhere to stay all that sort of stuff and you can figure it out like no matter what, you're capable of so much greatness and you can figure anything out. You just yeah. have to be willing to figure it out. I love that. And to someone who is following their dream but they're going through some really hard shit, what advice would you give them? Um, try to stay neutral. Try and take the emotion out of any situation. Um, like you said, emotion makes your IQ yeah. go down. Um, but any any situation can be solved. You just need to take your emotion out of it um, and you be fine and I just um quick question last question where is this drive for you like where does the drive come from for you like what's your why for wanting to grow a global brand because it's not going to be like the easiest thing to do ever it's worth it always I know what that feels like to have that 
passion inside of you, but where does the drive and the why come from for you? Um, I refuse to live a boring life. Yeah. Um, I think I owe that to my dad. Um, my dad was the same, he refused to live a boring life. Um, so I think that I was born with this. Um, I just, I want to die a happy person knowing I've achieved something that makes me happy, makes my children proud of me and leaves a legacy for decades. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and inspiring so many girls to keep dreaming and following their dreams. And I know that you're definitely going to achieve yours and I can't wait to see the rest of your journey. Thank you. Now you're inspired, go take action. We're always here to support you on your journey, so reach out anytime and please give this episode a share. Share it with all your other dreamer friends so they feel empowered to also relentlessly and ruthlessly go after what they want and create the life you dream of.